0: Hello and welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast. This is the comic podcast about comic books.
1: My name is Chris and
0: I'm joined by my co-host Daniel
1: mundo! thanks so much for uh, joining us again on this ep of the main podcast. Um, you know, we recorded our episodes in a batch, and I think had a pretty good time with our last Loki recording. Uh, if you guys are not listening to that, make sure to look out that on our feed to give that a... just want to give that a shout out. Go Loki for oh, that. <laughs> rough one. <laughs> that was a tumble.
0: I was stretching that tripped. one. I'll, I'll admit, that was not my best. <laughs> 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 Oof, oh, boo. who's your boy? Oh. <laughs> um yeah, uh today is the regular podcast where we take a comic book and we talk about it and we're doing it for the finally coming out Black Widow movie.
1: Yes. you can mark the end of the pandemic. <laughs> is <that what> it <laughs> it's <means>? official. We <laughs> get an MCU movie. <laughs> COVID is cured because <laughs> Black Widow's coming out. <laughs> is is Black Widow what's gonna save the movie industry? <laughs> Like ten, it didn't. Uh,
0: no, because I know what did. It was Fast and Furious
1: Nine. Oh man, there's no beating that monster. Yeah, just because of family. Uh, family.
0: Uh, you know what I did um, during the weekend? What'd you do? I cut my hair, and I I usually cut my own hair because I just fade the sides. I have like an undercut, and I leave the top long. But I cool guy cut. I wanted to cut it short. I my hair's too long, right? It's getting hot out. I wanted to cut it short. Yeah, it's getting unmanageable. And I have I had two options try to cut it with scissors, which Mm. I've never done that, and I bet it's hard. Or I could use... On yourself? (laughs) I I could use... Yeah, I could use my biggest clipper guard, which is like an 8, which it's the longest guard I have, but it would cut my hair pretty, pretty darn short. Like, I don't think that's how short I want it.
1: For the top, that's pretty short,
0: right? Yeah, it's almost like, just like a military
1: buzz cut. I mean, for the look you're going for, I think it's it's too short for what you want.
0: But I was really conflicted because I stared at the mirror for like half an hour like what do i do i tried like just imagining cutting my hair with scissors and i'm like Ugh, this is gonna be hard and i tried visualizing how it'd look with just the clipper guard I'm like that might be too short i might hate it yeah and in the end uh after struggling with
1: this i just didn't cut my hair <laughs> i mean I, I think you were pressed for time so you, you couldn't uh just go to the shop to do it right so i don't i don't know is it just do you think it's a new skill that you can cut your, your own hair now? Because you're cutting the sides. but The, the top, sides are easy. Yeah. Because it's a fade. I, it's just go up and pull out. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: but, <laughs> but the top, uh, you can't use clippers. I think you got to use
1: scissors. And that is, I never went to school for that. You never went to school for cutting your own hair with scissors? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I don't think anyone has it. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I ended up just leaving my hair long and I think I'm just going to keep it like that. So uh, that is my haircut update.
1: Man, it's so, you know, to be honest, we're a really fashionable podcast. Last time it was like clothes, <laughs> we're getting into haircuts.
0: Make sure you tune in next week when we talk about our makeup routine. So. <laughs> But until then, Daniel, do you want to
1: explain how the show works? Yeah. First off, we'll go into the comic news that came in this week, give our thoughts and opinions. Then we'll get into a comic book this time around. It's a Black Widow. And then in the end, we will talk about our side stories, what we've been doing all week along.
0: All right. Let's not hesitate any longer. Let's get into the comic book news. <laughs> Uh, fair warning, we're recording earlier than normal. Sure. We're recording because we're going uh, to Disneyland. Oh,
1: yeah. We're going to see some Avengers over there.
0: <laughs> we're being recruited. Um, so uh, if there's some big news that comes out like right after we record, we'll talk about it next time. I'm sure something major is going to come out tomorrow that we can't
1: have in the recording. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be late. Our bad, guys. But uh, just I, we know you're waiting on bated breath for our specific opinions. <laughs> What is your opinion on Legos? They're pretty fun and uh, painful at the feet. Yes, true. I believe that. What is your opinion on Spider-Man? Um, Pretty cool. I like Spider-Man. I like it when what he is... has the right number of appendages. Sometimes oh, I don't- Eight. I'm, I'm terrified of that Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: uh, what is your opinion on Lego Spider-Man and potential costume reveals? Love it. Hurts at the feet. <laughs> a uh, leaked image of the promotional like tie-in of Lego sets for the new Spider-Man uh, no Way Home oh, yeah. has
1: leaked online, and it potentially spoils a new costume for Spider-Man. So we get a lick of it on just the side, just a little bit of it. It seems like a mix of his Iron Spider uh costume from Infinity War and then mm-hmm. kind of his current movie costume, right?
0: Yeah, and I honestly think it's
1: almost Captain marvel looking. Bit so, like because the gold or whatever it is is kind of like a yellow, so yeah. he's just going all primary costume colors. <laughs>
0: Yes. And uh, also revealing in this Lego set is that it looks like they're with Doctor Strange and they're battling what could
1: be like the scorpions. It looks that way. Uh, it, it is Doctor Strange. So I was thinking, could this be maybe just a demon from one different realm or whatever because of Doctor Strange? But it does also okay. look like a mechanized kind of scorpion costume.
0: Right. So I think this Lego box is one Lego leak, which Lego leaks a a lot of Marvel stuff um, is telling a lot about what's going to happen in the movie Doctor Strange could have a big role in it like I knew he was in it already but it might be bigger than what we think because he's they're dedicating a Lego set to the scene
1: <laughs> it's a big deal I mean you've got yourself yeah. a Lego set you're big time and this
0: I think is is it taking place in the Sanctum Centaurum I don't know I don't know exactly where they're at it looks like there's like spider webs but also like I don't know brick walls I'm, I'm not sure where they're at
1: yeah brick walls I mean they could be Anywhere in New York, um, it also looks kind of like a mess. Maybe it's it is Spider-Man's like junk or whatever. Do you think maybe again Spider-Man in uh, the last movie, Far From Home, uh, he was uh, they called him out on it. He, he's Peter Parker. So do you think he's hiding away yeah. with Doctor Strange? Could be a possibility. You think?
0: I think he has to definitely be hiding. I wonder if Doctor Strange even like maybe changes his
1: look so he doesn't look like Peter Parker when he goes out. Oh, it's just like. What when we got that new Spider-Man video game, where they just changed his face, oh, yeah. <laughs> for the upgrade, yeah, yeah. that's only what they did. Just, I don't, I didn't like Tom Holland's faces. Could put a new one on him. We're next <laughs> generation. <laughs> um, what do you think of the
0: costume? Like, really? Like, is it, do you like the idea of having a new costume every movie? Because the old movies, they just stuck with their costumes. Throughout the sequels,
1: I definitely love the new costume every movie. Um, The last one, it was like kind of the blue was mixed in with like what with black, right? Instead, so it was yeah, more stealth. That was that's just cooler, right? Um mm-hmm. this one uh I think it's okay if it's more utility in some way like the Iron Spider aspect is in it actually that'd be kind of oh, cool It's like a combo It's like a combo right more I, I don't know what the what you're you're going to gain from that but uh I don't know if I like the look the the gold on the uh the box art it's kind of bland looking um, uh uh-huh. and it it does veer pretty far from Spider-Man but it's kind of like that but it's pretty far from home
0: yeah if you ask me <laughs>
1: Okay all right no way Oh, at
0: all? <laughs> yeah, the gold is the actual like spider icon logo, right? So that's gold now, and it seems very untraditional. Just I don't know. It, to me, it feels like this is uh, like a DLC costume for the video game. It doesn't feel like this should be his main costume for the movie.
1: Possibly, somewhat. It. I. It's kind of fun too when these change costumes. It's like how Batman just that joke thing where he has like a lot of different costumes, like the action figures, okay. not the actual Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one it has to grow on me a bit. I don't know. Uh, there is some more box art from other Lego sets, and there's one where he uh, had like a black costume with like oh. with like yellow stuff. People don't know if that's in the movie or it's just like uh, a different toy in the set, right? Just to have another mm-hmm. toy in the set. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that. Uh, the the one that we saw in the video game where it's like black, and then the webs are are yellow.
0: Oh, like the, his final costume in the video game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that could be, if we are going to different verses, do you think that might be a different Spider-Man?
0: Interesting. No, no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like the idea of having so many costumes. Like I honestly, I like, I liked his original costume. I wish they just stuck with that. Like, I don't know why we need, I know, I know why they need the new costume. They yeah. need to sell more crap for the movie. So I get it. But like, I honestly, like I liked uh, as bad as the movies were, I liked the amazing Spider-Man costume, I
1: think. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think that looked the best with the CG in that costume? It looked definitely like the darkest as far as like
0: brooding attitude kind of. Sure. Because like just the way uh, Andrew Garfield even portrayed Spider-Man was almost like he's almost scaring the the thugs that he's after too. Because there's that one time where he's like almost like taunting the guy that he caught and he's like leaning in closer and it's, it's almost like a, a threat Batman tactic that I felt yeah. from Spider-Man which is weird
1: it is kind of weird I mean he's still quippy in that but um, he gets kind of darker with Gwen Stacy and all that so yeah huh? yeah I don't know I think and Jamie Jamie Foxx oh Jamie Foxx who wouldn't <laughs>
0: maybe it'll happen in this movie because he's back uh oh <laughs> I think that's why Andrew Garfield is not coming back <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, well, this is not the only uh, Lego leak that happened before. I remember um they did one for Infinity War. That actually never happened, but there was a leaked image of, like, the Hulk. Because you know how Bruce Banner was in the Hulkbuster costume? Yeah. There's an image of him emerging out of that costume as the Hulk. Oh, really? That's pretty sweet. But then they took that out of the movie. So I'm not saying, like, this is official, this is going to happen. so Because it happened in the past where Lego released something, but it actually kind of is a lot different in the movie. So um I think the costume's real, but maybe the scorpion is not gonna mm. be in the movie. I don't know.
1: I like what you're saying about the Hulk thing. I just recently saw a uh... A deleted scene without the CG where it's Hulk arguing with with Bruce Banner and it's okay. the moment when he turns into uh smart Hulk oh cool yeah it's uh, it just something I saw online but it was pretty cool no CG and all that but it was an interesting idea
0: huh I want yeah I'd like to see that I was wondering how he changed into that and how he's like combined both
1: yeah I think it was the Hulk Buster suit just got totally ripped apart so he had to transform but Hulk didn't want to go away or something and he was finding you know, the other big alien and he turned into smart hulk in the middle of it
0: ah interesting interesting yeah. speaking of hulk remember last week we were talking about the shang chi trailer just real quick oh yeah and people were speculating that's abomination fighting wong isn't it yeah kevin feige came out and said in an interview with i think rotten tomatoes it was like it looks like that because it is
1: thought uh, he was gonna say we did a, a crossover with the universal and we're, it's a monster in the black lagoon <laughs> <laughs> okay. don't do that <laughs>
0: Um, yeah. So Spider-Man No Way Home yes. is coming out later this year. Uh, and that's because last year there was not a whole lot of movies because of uh, uh, this thing called COVID. Uh-huh. But one of the highlights of last year that I really enjoyed was the movie o- The Old Guard that came out on Netflix. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I think it was one of the standouts of a, of a year that had like not a lot of entertainment
1: uh, that came out. Um, I think it was such a good hit that they are going to make a sequel. Pretty awesome. I liked the movie um we read the comic right before we did a a show on it and watched the movie i'm glad to see that we're getting a sequel the action in it was
0: pretty cool if you don't know the idea it's like they're like a killer hit squad that is also happened to be immortal yeah so they can get shot up and beat up and they just kind of like heal back up and keep on fighting and uh the movie ended with kind of like a twist so i'm eager to see how that kind of continues on if the characters are the same if we get to see more people like them. Uh, we didn't continue reading on the comic, so I'll probably catch up on the comic uh, when this movie comes out again.
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, I think Charlize Theron did a good job in the role. Uh, as of late, I'm not sure if she's buying into every role. or saw her something in recently. I'm like, oh, I don't no, know. she's
0: the best. No, she's uh, she's blockbuster gold.
1: <laughs> that's, that's not what I mean. But this <laughs> one, she did pretty good job, and I think this is her real movie, right? She's, she's also... Have this trend recently of like doing action movies right. Um, Tomic Blonde, it. she's killing it, and like she's just digging into this space. Mad that, Max, oh, Mad Max, I saw that recently too. It's a good move. Um, but you just saw it, recently no, watch it time? again. <laughs> but okay, uh, excited for this. Charlize mentioned that the gay couple in the film they're appearing again, so. Um, you know, that speaks out to to the that audience that, you know, they want more of that. So pretty, pretty awesome. I think it's good. It, also, surprisingly, this is like in the top 10 of Netflix's original launches in history, like the first like month or Whoa. so.
0: Oh, it, I, I think I know why. Yeah.
1: No, nothing's <laughs> there to watch.
0: Yeah. No one could go anywhere. They're stuck at home. Yeah.
1: But good but movie nonetheless.
0: I, yeah, I think it was a very good movie. For a movie that was not a hundred percent true to the comic, like I think the comic and uh, there's major similarities, but also some differences. I liked both like versions. I enjoyed both a lot.
1: Yeah, me too. For the movie though, I wish there was a bit more uh stuff in the past because like you said, they're immortal. I want to yeah. see more of that cool stuff. I think um there's like Middle Ages stuff. I think what she's like ancient Greek or something, something like that wow. timeline along the lines. Uh it's a lot better than her other immortal movies. Was she in Hancock? I mean Oh yeah,
0: I forgot about that. She's also immortal in that.
1: Yeah, same exact idea. Maybe it's the same universe. I don't
0: Do you know where else she's immortal? Where? In the Fast and Furious movies, because they announced that they're gonna have a spin-off centered around her character. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> When's
1: our spinoff Happening from the just, past Just years? for you
0: <laughs> All those characters Are freaking
1: immortal They're flying cars And they don't get a scratch Oh my god Is it them Or is it the cars is it the, Are the cars oh, immortal the cars. Are the cars yeah. alive And immortal <laughs> Yeah
0: They transform into robots <laughs> Well, The Old guard is going to start filming early next year, and then I bet it'll come out maybe late next year. And uh, I guess I got to keep Netflix until then.
1: Oh, bummer. I was just getting canceled, right? just
0: about to click cancel but now i gotta keep it for a whole nother year too bad <laughs> all right last on the docket switching to real comic book news now did you know captain america is about to celebrate his 80th anniversary
1: wow the old man is 80 yep He
0: is frozen in time so i don't know if it really counts oh. but 80 80 years of comics of captain america and to celebrate uh, a bunch of marvel comics are gonna have like variant covers honoring captain america
1: it's always fun when uh, marvel does this i think they do this more than dc where they'll pick a character and just across like the main titles they will have a homage to a specific character like there was venom Mm And this Captain America one for the 80th anniversary for the character. It's pretty awesome. I love all of them.
0: Yeah, so starting in July, uh, we will get Captain America versions of Iron Man, Spider Woman, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Moon Knights, Black Cat, Black Widow, Fantastic Four, and the Mighty Valkyries. Each of those will have a special cover where their respective heroes is donning like a pretty cool version of their their like Captain America costume. Right. I don't, it's just the cover. I don't think it's like in the story, but the covers look sick. Pretty sweet.
1: Some great artists, talent too. We got John Cassidy, Steve McGiven, Iban Colleo, Pepe Larraz, uh, Lionel Francis Yu, Mark Brooks, Nick Bradshaw, and Carrie and Rachel Dodson.
0: Uh, out of these covers, I'm looking at them online. Uh, is there one that you kind of like think is the best one? I have a feeling I know which one you're going to say.
1: Yeah. Spider-Man. No. What? I was
0: really? going to say Moon Knight.
1: Well, I really, I like the cover. I really like it. Yeah because it's Moon Knight and it looks pretty sweet um, but he's yeah. not that much Captain America-fied. That's true but he just has a, he like looks, a white shield and that's it. He has a shield. Yeah, it looks cool. And then
0: the the American flags around him are made to look like it's part of his costume like it looks like a cape oh, but really yeah, he's just he's standing in front of a bunch of American flags but yeah, it looks cool. The Spider-Man, you're right, does look very cool too.
1: I love it. Like, I can believe this. Apparently it's the Miles Morales one. I, do this in the movie. Let's, let's get the other <laughs> costume out. <at. laughs> Give him <laughs> with the shield pass it down you know I think I think Sam Wilson has had the shield long enough he just got
0: it <laughs> he didn't want it for so long now now that he has it they're gonna give it away well, you know he can change his mind you know introduce friend <laughs> it's gonna
1: take so long to get there
0: I think they will introduce Miles Morales in the next Spider-Man. Ooh, really?
1: I mean, they got to keep it going. In a Lego box set. We'll find out. In a Lego box set. A Lego box set near you. Uh, <laughs> any other ones speak to you? I think they're, they're pretty cool.
0: Uh, Coincidence for today's episode... I like the Mark Brooks Black Widow one. It looks kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Like the, where the blue usually isn't in, in the Captain America costume. It's kind of like a black, like a black widow costume is pretty sweet.
0: And it, it's kind of like, um, an homage to the early Captain America costume where like he has like a chin strap still mm-hmm. and his like gloves and boots have like that extra leather that folds over.
1: <laughs> extra flap. It's like a uh, pirate boots. <laughs> yeah. His boots look like he's a buccaneer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, well, that's Black Widow's costume. Uh, I, I, I think it looks cool. Uh, the Spider Woman costume, um, I think it's again kind of suggestive. I feel like she can't get a break, Spider Woman. Like, do you remember a couple of years ago? The internet was in a rant about the position. They positioned her in a cover just, and it's like unrealistic.
0: It was just bad proportion drawing. Like like a person couldn't stretch that way.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it does not make sense. Even if it, you are part spider, like no. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, uh, Instagram maybe is like, uh, you know, portraying unrealistic uh, portraits of women. But comics have been doing that for a while, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: They, they're a first to the game. First so. though. <laughs> well if you want to check out these comics and collect them they all start coming out I think the first couple come out July 14th check out your local comic book store ask them for these 80th anniversary Captain America variant covers
1: pretty awesome Uh, sometimes I'm a cover artist collector so you will pick up some of these they're pretty darn cool
0: alright that is it for the news this week again I'm sure something huge is going to come out later after we record but we'll talk about it next time uh, until then let's jump into our comic book this week The Black Widow Comrade Daniel today we talk story of Black Widow hello hello the story is of Natasha Romanoff (laughs) and first time she meet Yelena Belova Uh, ah (laughs) Yelena I can't talk like this forever
1: (laughs) it's hurting my (laughs) flaws
0: (laughs) Um, we're doing uh, Black Widow this is a Marvel Knights publication okay and we're doing the first three issues and I believe this story arc is called The Itsy Bitsy
1: Spider okay it's cool
0: and this is the story of the first time Natasha meets Yelena
1: Belova right okay as we see her in the movies right we're doing this for the
0: movie finally the movie's coming out Um, uh, you could either go to the theater watch it or pay like a premium on Disney Plus to watch it premium access which one are you gonna do I think we need to do the theater. Yeah, I think it's better. Yeah. Uh, how, do you know how much the premium access is? Is it $30?
1: Is it, I thought it was $25. Is it 20 It's still... Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got from Mulan, right? Oh, and yeah, Raya. Look,
0: look what that have there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, we're
0: doing this for the movie. We're only doing the first three issues. Um, this came out, I believe, in like uh, early 2000. Okay. Right. So it is that style of comic book, still reminiscent of 90s comics a little bit.
1: I think I could see that. Mm-hmm. I saw like the trademark. It was like the 2010s. It was like, it was that time ready? No, it's like the early 2000s. no, no. That's more believable.
0: <laughs> it is written by Devin Grayson and she is best known for actually writing comics for DC actually. Okay, cool. Um she wrote for Gotham Knights, the Titans, and even Nightwing. So I think she likes writing like these action thriller type comic books.
1: Okay, so it's like Bat Family. Right. Okay.
0: Um she has been twice nominated for the Comic Buyers Guide for favorite writer, oh. once in 99 and once in 2000. And and then in two thousand one she was nominated for the Glad Media Award for Outstanding Comic Book. For the title User, which is another comic book she wrote. I mm, never heard of it. User. Yeah. Uh, she is from San Francisco. Oh,
1: cool. All right.
0: <laughs> just to throw that in there. <laughs> it is drawn by J.G. Jones. Now, the thing about him, though he drew this uh, this comic book, he's actually more known for just being a cover artist. Okay. Uh, which is why some of the action sequences in the, the book, interior panels, I think look like they're almost like posed for like a cover or something like that. Yeah. So like a
1: pinup maybe? Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: But he did some pretty popular books. Um, he did a lot of the cover work for Brian K. Vaughan's Why the Last
1: Man. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I can visualize that and see that kind of in the interiors of this book too.
0: And then he also did a lot of the covers for Mark Miller's Wanted, the cover, the comic book. Oh, not okay. The, not the movie. <laughs> <He> <laughs> the movie is based on the comic, but he didn't do anything for the, for the movie, I don't
1: think. He didn't draw the movie. He didn't draw the movie.
0: He okay. didn't draw the cover for the movie.
1: I, maybe that's a comic you might want to do on the show. No, yeah. Wanted I wonder if it's any good I l- somewhat like the movie
0: I, I do like the movie And I think the comic Is actually a little More different than the movie
1: Is it like more uh, Out there ideas
0: I think it's more spy oh. Than Wanted and I think like in the movie Wanted, we saw James McElroy the whole time. I think the main character thing wears a mask.
1: Oh, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Investigate. We'll investigate yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe if you like this, maybe we'll do Wanted. Okay. Mm. Um, with Grayson, uh, J.D. Jones is credit for, I believe it's considered introducing the character Yelena Balova, but not creating because she appeared once in another comic book before. But this is where we get to like
1: really know her. Get the character and splice that with blood. Widow character right okay
0: And the book starts off with Natasha Romov, the Black Widow. Um, At this point, she is an Avenger, right? She's no longer uh, like a Russian spy, like for the Red Room. Right. right? I think she still kind of has ties with Russia, but not like bad Russia, (laughs) quote unquote, evil Russia.
1: Maybe not the government, more the culture of Russia, you'd say. But uh, we see her now reminiscing about her past Mm -hmm. with her ballet slippers, Avengers, you know, newspaper clippings, things like that.
0: Uh, I don't know if you knew this. She has strong ties with Daredevil.
1: I somewhat knew that, right? Yeah. yeah uh,
0: back in the early old comic books, like Gold and Silver Age kind of books, there were like Daredevil Wonder... Uh, Daredevil Wonder- Daredevil Black Widow comics.
1: Oh, the two of them. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, I
0: have some of them signed.
1: Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Cool. Well, yeah, there's a lot of you don't know. I <laughs> a lot of comps you don't know about me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I see there's like the two of them as a couple on this San Francisco Magazine cover. <laughs> did not know that existed
0: um daredevil shows up but he's a, a matt murdoch right right shows up to her apartment and they're kind of like flirty friendship kind of thing right
1: yeah yeah D- matt's like uh you're looking lovely i can imagine
0: yeah he can't see her <laughs> right that's why she opens up and she's only like wearing her like 90 because he can't see her anyway
1: <laughs> that's uh, that's matt murdoch's <laughs>
0: And she's saying like, oh, I've kind of been tapped for this new mission. So I kind of have to be away for a while. Okay. Don't worry if you don't hear from me. Uh, I'm going to be out of the country. So she's leaving. But we, we don't see, or what they don't see is the neighbor in the other apartment is watching them through like the peephole in the doorway, right? Yes. And the person watching them is this new character, Yelena Balova.
1: Right. Okay. Another spy type character, a blonde this time. Uh, similar costume The like skin tight Black costume
0: But you could totally See her midriff Midriff for short <laughs> <sure. laughs> Thank you JG Jones You had to like Didn't have enough fabric To draw her full costume We gotta up the stakes Somehow here Um, We see Black Wids. She's going... She's waiting at the airport, right? JFK Airport. But we see Yelena kind of, like, tracking her, following her, watching her through, like, reflections of a mirror, right?
1: Right. She follows a
0: stewardess into the restroom.
1: Yelena knocks out the stewardess and takes her costume, her uniform, and uh, dresses up as a stewardess and gets on the same flight that Natasha was getting on.
0: Now, Natasha ends up in this country in, like, the Middle East. And I don't know if this is a real country, but... Rapastan.
1: i think it's fake yeah it sounds I, fake yeah Rapastan, middle eastern type country right right
0: uh apparently they have been using this weird almost like their version of a super soldier serum kind of thing that uh they've been using on their soldiers which makes them super strong and enraged and fights like anything in their way, yeah. But also like immediately kills them right after too.
1: What happens is they kind of shrivel up, almost like a raisin. They just go like bone dry, that decay, right? Yeah. After just a
0: couple minutes of being like a super soldier and beating up a bunch of other uh, other soldiers,
1: right, right, super powered. So as Natasha breaks into this military base to look up some of the research, some of the intel on this possible serum. Um, Yelena is still over her shoulder, kind of looking from a distance.
0: Natasha hears a noise, so she kind of like hides. And the noise she hears, hears is Yelena actually getting captured, found by the the military there. So automatically, like Yelena is like not as good as Natasha, right? getting it Seems
1: noob move right there, getting caught. But she's able
0: to knock out the guards. Black Widow is like watching her. Black Widow is like in the shadows in the ceiling, kind of watching. And Yelena is like apprehended again. So Natasha decides to stop them she jumps in and she knocks out all the guards to save this new spy that she sees right and Yelena introduces herself She's like Oh I too am A student of the Red Room Yes Where, where Natasha was trained I am the new Black Widow
1: Right I am the one That has surpassed All of your scorings All your grades In the Red Room And I now Adorn the title Of Black Widow um, But Natasha Doesn't seem to impressed. She's like um, Yeah I know you've been tracking me I've been keeping Shot tabs on you too <laughs> Yeah Right
0: It's like No big deal I. There's been A lot of people Trying to take my mantle but I'm not worried right and Yelena's like she's out there to prove herself she's like yeah besides more experience I'm better at you than everything else on paper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile back at the pentagon we see the, the general right and this guy's like in charge he's the one that sent Natasha to go get like the serum over in
1: Rapastan Rapastan yes but someone else in this general's office it is a Russian general and apparently that general deployed the other block. Widow Yelena to also hunt down the serum.
0: Right now, at this point, America and Russia—they're kind of like being friends, right? Oh, okay, they're just like okay, we won't attack you; you don't attack us, and we'll take care of this uh army in Rajasthan that's like we think could be a threat if we don't stop them now, right? Mm-hmm. So they both kind of agree to send Natasha, but the Russians also send Yelena I without see. without the Americans knowing, right?
1: And these two generals from either nations are arguing like, okay. Natasha is obviously gonna give the serum to our country. Like right. they, they, don't know who exactly Natasha is gonna give the serum to.
0: Right, where does her allegiance lie? Right? Yes. And that's why the Russians sent another spy in there, but the Americans
1: didn't know about that. They're kind of furious about this too, as they're like barking at each other in the office.
0: While Yelena is trying to like one up Natasha, right? She's, she's like trying to hold her down with a knife or whatever, but Natasha just like not even threatened really, right? Yeah.
1: You wouldn't kill me in the middle of this while I have the biotoxin.
0: Right. Um, All of a sudden, more of the military show up. So they get into a scuffle. Natasha sees this as an opportunity to escape where Yelena uses this opportunity to kill more soldiers. Right, show off. Yeah, she's like showing off her
1: marksmanship. She's like shooting down all these guys. But Natasha is like gone already. She dipped. Natasha escaped in this helicopter, stealing it from the base. Is jetting off, but one of the soldiers on the ground floor shoots a rocket straight at her helicopter, and it goes, explodes.
0: Now, they don't see that a truck, a military truck, is driven away into the desert. They just watch the helicopter fall down, right? Yeah. But they don't know that Natasha was actually not in the helicopter. She's in the truck.
1: Escaping with the biotoxin. With the
0: biotoxin, right. But not, what Natasha doesn't know is on top of the truck has been Yelena the whole time, like like tailgating her, like on
1: top of her. with the, uh, with the huge gun in hand so Yelena opens fire in the, the roof of the truck shooting down at Natasha but Natasha just points the barrel of the gun just outside of her view
0: they're fighting inside the the side the driver's seat of the truck but the truck starts to roll and it's like falling off a cliff it's almost like a scene from Mission Impossible
1: yeah absolutely now
0: Yelena's like she's there to get the toxin but really she also just wants to prove she's better than
1: Black Widow she wants to prove that she deserves the mantle of right. Black Widow
0: whereas Natasha's just like, just get out of my way, right? This is more important. The tux is more important.
1: It also seems like this is kind of just a regular old job for Natasha. Um, And that truck goes off the cliff and they go into a free fall. And there's even like a personal letter that uh, Natasha was holding onto. And it goes flying in the air too. um, As they fall down into water, um, kind of safely, even the truck.
0: Um, there's a raft there. So Natasha jumps in the raft and leaves. Um, Yelena is trying to like get onto, but Natasha's like,
1: I'm not going to wait for
0: you. <laughs> so she leaves. Um, the letter that Natasha was reading floats and Yelena grabs it to read what was Natasha reading this whole time. Yeah.
1: It turned out just to be a letter from Natasha's doctor um, saying, oh, happy birthday and come in for a checkup. Yeah. So it's, it's like a courtesy letter. It's a courtesy letter. Not really a personal, you know, close to the heart thing. It's just like, Oh, it turns out it's Natasha's birthday coming up,
0: and no one cares. No one mentions it, or yeah,
1: we know that you know Black Widow keeps everything close to the chest. Here does not you know open uh, her heart to everybody.
0: She does call Matt Murdock to say like I'm still on the mission or whatever. Um, Matt is like, Do you need help? Should I call the Avengers? Should I go there? Mm -hmm. And but Natasha's like, No, don't get anyone else involved. I'll handle this, right? And she's already at the lab of this doctor that apparently invented this toxin.
1: Really, okay, so Natasha sneaks in and lets the uh, scientist feel open and welcome but from behind takes a gun straight into the scientist's head threatening him uh, this Dr Dider ines
0: she's like, okay, uh, explain what you've created and like why you would do this and he's like, oh, it's like it's better if I show you so like he injects a little bit of it into like these rats that he has to explain what exactly this toxin is and the rat that he injects, Uh, starts attacking all the other rats but as he does he's also like slowly dying himself
1: right degrading uh, shriveling up even like the skeleton of the mouse of the rat is uh, revealed
0: and he calls it uh, le frenzy immortal (laughs) okay (laughs) which he calls the deathless frenzy right and then Natasha's like well it's not deathless they all died right and he's like well it's more like the frenzy is deathless Like yes the, the rage won't die And it's because it's what he calls a uh, like a personal extinction kind of toxin okay okay meaning it wants to kill whatever is like itself and then die also
1: really sad there is Natasha kind of kind of cries seeing these two rats fight it out and points the gun straight at the doctor but um, she can't do it
0: I think this reminds him reminds her of like the red room where it's like you're forced to just not care and be cold-blooded stone cold kill even ones like you Mm mm-hmm and she She's, like, struggled her life to, like, break away from that. Right. So that's why she doesn't kill the doctor either. And, in fact, she, like, almost, like, kidnaps the doctor and takes him away. Um, outside
1: of this lab, at the street level, is Yelena. Yelena is still uh, staking out wherever Natasha appears. But uh all she notices is the two dead rats there. She missed the doctor and Natasha.
0: She's always just, like, one step behind mm-hmm. the real
1: Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> so Natasha explains that... I'll keep you alive, doctor, but what I need you to do is to invent an antidote to the serum. She even like
0: uh, gives a gun to the doctor. She's like, you could either kill yourself now mm-hmm. or spend every waking minute trying to figure out an antidote.
1: Right. Right. So the Dr. makes his choice and he's like, okay, I'll search out for this antidote to the serum.
0: Now we see the Russian general, right? And he gets a phone call and he thinks it's... Yelena right and he's like okay I want to update on the mission it's not Yelena it's Natasha and she knows them automatically like who sent
1: Yelena oh okay the general explains that it was actually in Yelena's idea to go after you you know these these new spies out here are ambitious Mm -hmm. they want to prove themselves
0: but she's saying like uh, because you did this um, and I have the doctor even like the US doesn't trust me anymore they think I would steal it and give it to you guys so now I'm like on the run from the U.S. too Oh. and she can't trust anybody on either side and as she's saying this we see somebody pull up in a car and we just see like a barrel of a gun and it shoots up the phone booth that Natasha's in.
1: Luckily Natasha has got the upper hand and escapes just in time um, to get away and it's snowing outside it's just really a uh... A harsh world right now.
0: Natasha's running away from like these bullets. Uh, at the same time, she's now found by Yelena. So Yelena is like chasing her too. And she follows her all the way to like this dock that's on this frozen lake. This reminds me a lot of like um, uh, like Mission Impossible 1. Have you seen Mission Impossible 1? I
1: don't think I have. Okay.
0: There's a scene where like it's like a snowy night and like all a lot of espionage is going on. Let's Espia- just say
1: that. Okay. <laughs> espionage is in the air.
0: She's following Natasha's footsteps in the snow, right? And it leads to this dock that leads into like this frozen lake, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes up to the edge of the dock, but that's where the footsteps stop and there's no sign of Natasha. But Natasha is actually hiding under the pier because she knows like you literally... I was like tracking her
1: knows all her ploys all her her plans and tricks and just grabs her ankle and pulls her down into the, the frozen lake.
0: They both have their guns drawn on each other. And it's like, who's going to flinch first? Kind of kind of standoff, right? Yes. But kind of like above the pier, over the street, uh, the guys in the car that was shooting Natasha finally catch up to them. And they shoot Natasha in the back and like right in front of Yelena. And it's revealed that the people shooting Natasha, trying to kill her, are a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents.
1: Well, I mean, it looks like a rogue operative Natasha is working for the Russians. So SHIELD was sent to, to kill off one of these rogue operatives, right?
0: So Natasha now is killed, dying in the arms of Yelena, and the SHIELD agents like leave, and like Yelena doesn't know what to do. She's all she can say is like happy birthday, Romana.
1: Oh my god. Yelena finds a phone inside of Natasha's pocket and calls up the only f- number on there, and it's Daredevil's. Daredevil gets the sad news that uh, Natasha Black Widow is no more and he gets into like this uprage and as Yelena looks at Natasha again she finds that her body fell down into the frozen river
0: that's what she's saying yeah but really she kicked her body into the river right that's how like cold blooded uh, Yelena is she wants to be the best cold blooded (laughs) and to be the best she has to get rid of the best and um, she like kicks her body into the frozen water of this lake like to just never be seen again so now she's like. okay, I got to continue Natasha's mission to prove I am the better Black Widow. I see. Okay. So she goes to Rafistan where she has to get rid of the rest of this biotoxin. And apparently, like, the army here, they have, like, tanks of it now.
1: Oh, they've been, like, mass producing it now? All these truck fields of uh, of biotoxin.
0: Back in Zurich where the doctor was being captive, um, he gets a phone call. He doesn't know who it is, but the person asked, like, have you created the antidote? And he's like, I have not created an antidote yet, but all I could come up with was a vaccine. Mm. And the person's like, OK, well, s- send the vaccine, uh,
1: wh- whatever you can, like send it over here. Right. Right. Ship it to Arapastan. Meanwhile,
0: Yenelena plans her attack on the army. It's the middle of the night. And I don't know if she has like an RC car or something, but <laughs> she has like a remote control that she sets off an explosion and like one of the
1: trucks just like explodes. It was kaboom and she attacks one of the drivers of another one of these trucks. Punches to the face, trying to get to his gun. Um, hot wires that truck and goes uh, zipping with the biotoxin in the back.
0: It's another like action chase sequence. Um, one of the soldiers tries to get in, but she's like kicking him while she's driving this truck away. And she is captured though. She's like met up by the rest of the army. So she couldn't get away. And all guns are drawn on her. Um, they call her the Black Widow. Right? Yes. They,
1: the- I guess they don't know who the real Black Widow is. The The Rapistan general calls her Black Widow herself. I am honored.
0: And they capture her, and then next they have uh, like a doctor show up from their village or whatever to administer the biotoxin to the rest of the army, right? Right. Uh, so it's this lady dressed in Arab garb, where, like they're covered head to toe, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, send every soldier to the medical tent to get a shot of the biotoxin." Right. So they do that. Meanwhile, they have Yelena like tied up in a very
1: seductive pose. <laughs> I mean, this is the most um, extreme of that so far, but throughout this comic, there's suggestive poses.
0: We see like just the line of guys getting the injections, right? Yeah. And then we hear a ruckus and I think Yelena has now escaped. So the person that's giving the shot, the nurse, runs after her, takes off
1: her garb. Yeah. And it's actually Natasha. She takes the needle that she has in her hand and injects it straight into Yelena. So out of nowhere comes in these choppers ready to attack the base And uh, the Rapistan general says, now activate the biotoxin in all of the soldiers.
0: They try to activate it, but it's only activating in that general, right? Yes. He's going crazy, but he's also like dying, right? Right. And it's because the shot that Natasha was giving everybody was not the biotoxin, but the vaccine.
1: Oh, okay. So that one general, the one character there is going berserk. He's going haywire, right? He's fighting off these soldiers on his own, but just for a couple moments...
0: Natasha actually ends him by giving like a swift kick and it's so hard. And he's like, so like ashed that he just like disintegrates with the kick. Like
1: dust comes out. Right. This looks like a, when vampires get disintegrated, <laughs> yeah. right?
0: And Yelena now has Natasha in front of her. And it's, it's like those uh, bracelet dart things that they both have, right? Oh, yeah. She's about to like shoot Natasha just to say like, I'm better than you kind of thing, right? Sure. But Natasha grabs her wrist and says, no, you're not going to do that. And I know why. It's like, you're unique like me. It's like not really the finishing the mission. It's like the mission itself is the thrill, like doing it. Mm. Kind of like the chase, right? So it's like, I'm not even going to capture you. I'm going to let you go back to russia because i know like you're gonna he's just trying to like save her from becoming what natasha ended up being
1: cold-blooded and kind of okay off to the world she wants her to keep going on see the mission right
0: so that's how that comic ends it's really short it's only three issues Mm -hmm. um the general the american general shows up and he's like where's the biotoxin and it's like oh whatever's left is in this helicopter and the helicopter like explodes in (laughs) midair And she purposely blew it up because she doesn't trust it in either hands, in either the Russians or the Americans because they're going to
1: end up using it. Right. Right. Makes sense. Maybe uh, reverse engineer it and use it on their soldiers or something. Um, But, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's how that issue ends. Three short issues, but it's a real good introduction to Yelena, I think, and how she really is just like driven to be better than Natasha, even though she is not yet.
1: Comparing herself to the old Black Widow just trying to make a name for herself uh so I I could see that how it has kind of that 90s carryover in the comic right definitely yeah still
0: that over sexualized female super spy characters like there's no reason for her to have a cut off (laughs) spy costume it's lighter But um, though this is the first time Natasha meets Yelena, yeah. I don't think this is how it's going to be in the movie.
1: I don't think so either. I think they're more like family in the movie, Right. Yeah. Right. Like,
0: I think it starts off in the movie. They know each other already. Like they've grown up together or whatever. That too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she does stay, I think, in Russia and stays like member of the Red Room. Mm. That's why she still has the accent of of being in the mother Russia.
1: Mother <laughs> Russia. <laughs> well, let me ask. When you read Natasha Romanoff in the comics, do you read her? with a Russian with accent. accent. Yeah. I know she's supposed to have it. It's just Scarlett can't do it. Yeah, so uh, I guess I, I, when I read her now, I don't read her with accent either. Yeah, I do read Yelena with it. Me too, yeah, because I think... She, like, ends her sentences sometimes with Russian words. Right, So you pick it up easier. Uh,
0: Um, I know in the movies, first off, Black Widow was originally supposed to be played by Emily Blunt. Yes. Do you think that would have been better?
1: I don't think it would have been better. I'm curious if she would have kept a Russian accent. And I wonder if that would influence the character anymore, you know?
0: Just thinking throughout the story of Black Widow through all these movies, uh, I think Scarlett Johansson did a really good job.
1: Me too. I think so, too. There's nothing really I could falter on in any of the things.
0: Um, and then I know before she was cast, uh, Yelena is is played now by Florence Pugh. But in the running, before she was cast, also was um, Emma Watson.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I remember that. I don't know what Yelena's real character is like besides what's in this comic. You know, she's comparing herself to mm-hmm. Natasha. So I can't say if she would have done a better job. Apparently, Florence Pugh did a good job in the first reviews for Black Widow. Like, I think yeah. she's supposed to be kind of funny.
0: Yeah, I think she's probably a better choice I can't really see Emma Watson in like an action movie. And this looks, the movie looks like there's a lot of action.
1: Very, yeah. A lot of action. Yeah. Yeah. Proving off the Red Room expertise, right? Mm-hmm. I think so.
0: All right. Well, that is the first three issues of Black Widow under the Marvel Knights publication. Uh, it's called Itsy Bitsy Spider. But uh, let's get into side stories now. Cool. I checked out a documentary on Hulu. Oh, yeah? What'd you watch? Uh, This is maybe something... You might have seen this already, but uh, I know it's something you would be interested in. It's called The Donut King. No, what is Uh, that?
1: Have you not seen this. What's The Donut King? It's a
0: documentary about the king of donuts.
1: So what's about me?
0: (laughs) Uh, It's about this guy. I forget his name. I think it's like Tom. (laughs) Anyway, here's a a fun fact. Uh, I think it's something like... There's a donut shop on average for every 30,000 people in the area, right? One donut shop per 30,000. Yeah, that's the average for America. All right. Believe that. But in LA, it's only a donut shop for every 7,000 people. So you're saying there's more donut shops. Yeah. There's like almost four times, more than four times more donut shops per person in LA. I like donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, donuts are a big part Of LA culture I feel like there's A lot of LA movies Have like donuts Involved somehow mm. Whether it's like Someone just Yeah you know, holding a pink box Whether it's someone At a donut shop
1: Like donuts Are an LA culture thing Right Isn't it like Randy's Donuts And stuff yeah. like that Yeah There's
0: so many donut Famous landmark donut shops In LA right. oh,
1: Yeah I, I guess I'm just Realizing that now It's pretty yeah. cool
0: LA is a donut thing Like where New York Is a bagel thing
1: LA is donuts Huh Yeah Did not know Yeah Yeah
0: And Maybe I should move there And so like there's already a lot of donuts per capita in LA 90 at one point, ninety-five percent of all these donut shops. Cause they're mostly mom and pop shops, right? Yeah. At one point, I think 95% of them were owned by Cambodians.
1: <laughs> okay. Why, yeah. why does that, What is that? Because
0: of one man
1: ice. All right.
0: This guy moved to America and I think in Cambodia, he was like,
1: here's the donut king over there. No, he
0: was like a military guy or something like that. But there was a big kind of like war genocide thing going on Cambodia right so uh, he fled, right? Because he would have died and moved moved to his family to America. I think he had like a son and a daughter and a wife, right? And he, though he had like a good job in Cambodia, couldn't get a good job here. He was doing random stuff. Like they're considered refugees. Okay. So for a while they lived in a church, like the oh. church housed them. And then, and then I think like the deacon of the church uh, let them live with them for a while and then found him odd jobs. Like he was like a gas station attendant that uh... And then he discovered uh, across the street from the gas station, Wenchel's Donuts. Wenchel's is like a was a very popular chain of donuts in California
1: already at the time. Yeah. Okay. This is like
0: uh, I'm gonna try to speed up the story of the documentary and not ruin a
1: lot. I'm having a good time, but already. this
0: is the gist of it. He works for them, gets trained, saves money, opens up his own donut shop. Uh, all this time, like Cambodia is still like a struggling country, still full of refugees that America is taking in, right? Right. Uh, okay. I think Carter's the president at this time, hmm. and he's taking all the as many refugees as he can, as long as they have somewhere to go here. So what he does is he first he took all his family here, like his brothers and sisters. And got them here And to work at his donut shop Right Okay And then eventually He's just saying These other people Are his relatives To get them here Wow Just because They're gonna die If they stay there What a badass He saved so many people But also he got them here To work for him Okay (laughs) Yeah Okay Eventually They keep opening More donut shops Uh, I think His wife's name is Christy So they named it Christy's Donuts There's a If you go around LA There's a lot of Christy's Donuts Oh They look like Mom and Pop donut shops
1: But it's actually like A full chain
0: it's like owned by same one guy right one family oh is he is he still alive uh this guy's still alive yeah oh wow awesome. okay uh my hero he yeah like at one point 95 of all donuts shops which is already more than average in la in la it was known by Cambodians that this guy Saved and brought To America Wow Uh, All these people That he trained And And then Made them entrepreneurs Because they saved up Enough to open Their own donut shops So now And he's like Okay with it Like that they're Competitors now It's like whatever Like I'm still the king So (laughs) It's a a network Yeah He eventually lives In this mansion Like literally a mansion With his family Like We see it in the documentary Like their house Had an elevator Off of donuts He was like A multi-millionaire off of donuts because he, he knew the formula of business. Oh. Of like what the margin should be and all this stuff and how to promote and, and what how much you should be paying. Just the right amount. Which is like pay as least as possible.
1: Right? Jeez.
0: All right. <laughs> um, but I mean that's what he did, right? And he was like wealthy, like dirty rich. Really? Filthy rich. From yeah. all the donuts. From donuts,
1: right? It's awesome. A donut cost like 50 cents. No, back then it was like 12 cents. Uh, well, There you go, 12 yeah. cents. Yeah. Right. Um, he did whatever it took
0: to save a buck. Because like he was saying, like, um, when people get rich, they change their life. He's like, I didn't change my life right away. I still lived like I was poor for a long time, even though I was
1: getting a lot of money.
0: And that's how he became really
1: wealthy. Wealthy. Yeah. Not just rich, wealthy. Yeah.
0: Like his house was like next to a lake where they had a boat and like... Uh, he would always give back to the Cambodian community. There was one thing where, like, a Cambodian I don't know, like, sports junior, like, kid sports team couldn't afford to go to like some travel tournament, so he like housed all of them. Jeez. So there's like 25 kids in his house one time that he was feeding and housing don- like, only donuts. With donuts. <laughs> Um he put Wenchels out of
1: business. Wow. He yeah. dominated.
0: Dunkin' Donuts tried to come here when Wenchels shut down. They tried to come here. They couldn't compete with him. He
1: beat Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're like in other parts of California, right? But No, like back then they were only the East Coast. So when they
0: try to come to LA I think the first time c- around. The first time around, like in the seventies, it's like they didn't know
1: they weren't ready for this guy. they were in the wrong territory. Yeah. Wrong part of town. Wow.
0: Um so yeah, that's the great story about it. The upside. There's more more to it There's oh. more it gets
1: dark it gets
0: bad no way it gets not good for this guy oh. i don't want to ruin it because i want you to watch it yeah but uh let's just say like maybe it all comes crumbling down the donut doesn't last forever crumble eventually you find donut. the hole of the donut oh wow you fall through okay. <laughs> But this guy was literally a millionaire, wealthy, and from donuts.
1: That's the dream. Well, yeah. maybe it gets darker and it's nightmare. It, it gets but... darker,
0: it, it gets bad. Um, let's just say, you know, there's Duncan's around here
1: now. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Did, was it big business taking over? Okay. I'll watch it. I, I, I don't want you to spoil it. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: But just from the, I mean, in a way, this guy was like a legend, a hero, because he saved like refugees. Yeah. He was just taking them in and then automatically, like, like teaching them how to be successful in America and they they are now like all those people I took in their family their grandchildren now they all still run these really successful donut things
1: in LA that's pretty awesome yeah
0: um, some things we see in the documentary uh, I didn't know existed but now you'll never forget donut con it's no like way. Donut con.
1: <laughs> convention yeah what? trading like recipes and all that or
0: like it's just like all these specialty donuts have booths and like eat them <laughs>
1: I gotta get my first ticket. Okay. Yeah.
0: But uh yeah, it's an interesting documentary. It's not all just donuts, so you learn a lot about Cambodia. (laughs) Huh. and what happened oh yeah okay you learn a lot about what happened to this guy it's probably a hard, harsh world back there yeah right? and, and you learn how hard it is to start a donut shop like you're thinking like oh yeah just wake up early make donuts and sell them it's like mm, it's it's tougher than that
1: mm, okay
0: but yeah the donut king on Hulu check it out
1: you know how I feel about donuts I'm surprised you didn't see this they're same. like my favorite thing you're gonna watch this today maybe maybe during <laughs> this podcast yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's all I gotta say about Donut King. I, I mean, I, there's more to it, but you gotta watch it. Okay, I'm probably gonna watch it today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all I wanted to mention was what we've been playing recently. It's just the, the Battlefield 5 on the Xbox uh, Series S Game Pass. Game on Game Pass. Uh, we've been playing that a bit. It's a first-person shooter, right? Yes. And you can we play a lot of Call of Duty, and that this game is a lot bigger than that, like bigger maps and all that. As you try and take down these flags, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's not my type of game.
0: If you're a first person shooter, I feel like yeah. you play Call of Duty, yeah, or you play Battlefield.
1: Maybe that's it. I, th- and, I yeah, think I guess Call- you
0: just don't have experience with Battlefield.
1: I feel like Battle uh, Call of Duty has a bigger share of the market. Yeah, definitely. But it's just it's not my type of game. It's like feels like it's real war. I think it's like I mean it's, it's, it's a so big, all
0: so big, they're all around
1: you. <laughs> Yeah, the, everyone's around you. Every, it feels like every time I spawn, I die. Uh,
0: Welcome to war,
1: war, real war, right? Yeah.
0: If you escape this battlefield, you go to America and start a donut shop. Exactly,
1: <laughs> that's what it feels like. Like, I, I gotta say, you said you played Battlefield Four though, and it was better.
0: I played Battlefield Four a lot, and I yeah, it might be better. It, the graphics are not better, but maybe it was funner.
1: Okay, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if the formula for this game specifically, I'm not liking. And then there's like one in between. It's called Battlefield One. I didn't play (laughs) that one. Weird number. I I guess that reverted back to like an old, like the '40s or whatever back in the time. But really what spurred us into playing these games was an old game we played in the past. Yeah. It's this game called Battlefield 1943. Now, this is a game we both played for the first time on Xbox 360, right? And yeah. back in the really day, old. years ago, and I remember when we first played it, we just saw it as a demo and we played it from once to the demo, I think it's like two matches, and we used up the demo time and then we just made a new email account to play the demo again instead yeah. of buying the game. <laughs> and we did that like 10 times before I actually buying the game but (laughs) it's fun it's it's like a the same thing like a battlefield first person shooter but It's really janky graphics. So bare bones. Really bare bones where there's only three classes. You can't really change the classes. Like you have a a rifleman, you have like a machine gun guy, and then you have a sniper.
0: I think it's like probably like 20 frames per second too. Like really slow and laggy and like, but it's like
1: fun. For some reason, because it's so bare bones, you have to get creative about how to be a soldier. Right. (laughs) And there's like planes and tanks and like jeeps you could use to run around. And you're trying to capture these flags so that you can, as like the ticker goes down, Domin- whoever dominates and gets most of the flags, right? Um, we played that f- so much. And then we visited again two generations of consoles later... <laughs> still fun. It's still fun. Like we had to, it was funny just to play it online. We had to log into our old Xbox 360 <laughs> accounts on our brand new Xbox Series S's yeah. to play this ancient game. But it just, I feel so reminiscent playing this old game and I want to keep playing it.
0: It's weird because it's fun because there's so little you can do. Yes. There's not a lot of features. It's like you run around and shoot. That's
1: it. Right. And you can kind of tell like the uh, skill level between the players, like yeah. the people that are know this have like 40 kills a game and they're dominating. Right. And I'm trying to get back to that.
0: No, I get like two kills a game because it's so weird. It's, it's so different from like a Call of Duty or like your precision, precise accuracy and like so many graphics and frames and all this. Whereas this is like, I'm watching Beast Wars. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's uh it's really ugly um and i think there's still glitches in it because i don't think they kept up development on this game at all no it's it's like a clone of the old game right uh but there's some glitches too here and there but uh i gotta say it feels like a i'm playing an old game that i haven't forgot about it's pretty awesome that's battlefield 1943 (laughs) if you happened to made in 1943. If you happen to want to play an old game and get into it, uh, to look for it on Game Pass. But it's pretty fun. Do you like Battlefield Five, the more modern one? I don't know if I do. I think it's just maybe I, I haven't spent enough time in it yet. Uh-huh. And I need to catch up like in Call of Duty. Because um, I think the skill level between the two of us in Call of Duty, like, you're a lot better still.
0: Now, the company that makes this, DICE, yeah. they also make Battlefront, which is the Star Wars. Almost the same idea, but it's Star Wars.
1: Yeah. It, do you like that though? I like that a lot because it has the Star Wars feel to it um and then there's also like the super like superheroes and villains you're using like Darth Vader in a way and mm. like you're a you're a, a, a Jedi when you can unlock those features so there's that added piece on top you know you feel really powerful yeah
0: okay I I like battlefield 5 I don't know if it's as fun as like a Call
1: of Duty but yeah um, it's just something different just something different something new to play yeah yeah we're, we're looking for the next multiplayer game we can play a lot right now yeah we're in the market for that maybe we should try Battlefield 4. If it's on Game Pass, I'm down to give it yeah. a try, even though it's a little bit older. Yeah, Game
0: Pass has changed my life. I there's no need to buy games anymore,
1: Bu- buy brand new games. It feels like you're you have a blockbuster in your console, right?
0: It's like if you bought a game, it's like, What are you, an idiot? <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm still wondering are there any xbox games we are missing out on that we're not spending money on because we have all this game pass but
0: i mean eventually it'll be on game pass I feel maybe like. maybe so it's like i I don't want to spend any more money because like i know if i do the next day it's probably going to be for free
1: so it's like dang it i think uh, even like some of the new games they're like uh being primed up to be on game pass like yeah. these brand new games it's like day one it's on game Pass. Already. i think so which is a yeah. pretty sweet deal mm-hmm. the problem is that run, i'm running out of space on my console.
0: Yeah, that's an issue. So you have to decide which ones you are wanting to like give time to.
1: What do you want to cut out, right? Yeah. Um so yeah that's all I want to talk about battlefields. All the battlefields out there. All 1943 mm-hmm. of them. Uh yeah, well I would I'd say you go watch Donut King. Donut King? Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a try. You know how I feel about Donuts. I just love it. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about the frazzled. frazzled. I'm I'm uh <laughs> I'm irked I haven't watched this yet <laughs> guys if you have seen Donut
0: King or have played Battlefield let us know and I uh, want you to subscribe to the reader copy podcast you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher or you can even stream us on Spotify
1: find us on all the social medias you can find us at the reader copy podcast Instagram Facebook and Twitter
0: guys thank you for tuning in we'll be back next week uh, with um, more reader copy recap and a brand new comic book until then Daniel go you want to hit one of the outro.
1: If you like what we have to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. See you later guys. Later.